What's going on, everybody? We uh, are back for another week, another day, another month, another year. Back in this thing. What's going on, James Tim? I was just thinking we should do a competition. I don't know why I struggled to say competition. I think we should do a competition about um, an intro. What you got? What do I got? You want to hear my intro yeah. right now? Might as well. <clears throat> dun, dun, dun. Welcome to the grinder. I'm your host, James Chapman. <laughs> How's that? Uh, that's too much. That's too, too much. much. You, yeah. you don't think the, you don't think our listeners like that? No. no. Okay. All right. All right. I'll keep marinate on that. All right. I'll keep working on it. Y'all don't give up on me. Look, put All it right? in a bowl. This is what I want you to do when you get home. I want you to put it in a bowl. Put it in a bowl. Mm-hmm. I want you yeah. to. I want you to slap whatever you got going on. I want you to put it all up in that bowl. Uh-huh. And I want you to swirl it around a little bit, maybe add some heat to it. Okay, then, swirl it, heat it, got it. Yeah, and then uh, then come up with something better. And then throw it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I like it. So may, maybe that's what we're going to have to start doing. We're just going to have to start letting James throw in a, an introduction here and see who the people – who the peanut gallery? Somebody give me some feedback. Yeah. Tell me, I need somebody that's on my side to tell me that was amazing. Yeah. Just so you know, as we're doing this, people in, in my office and other offices through closed doors are sending me messages right now and going, wow, that was intense. <laughs> <laughs> they can hear me all the way across the office. Yeah, I love it. Hey, I love the ingenuity right now. So... I was ordering lunch. I'm back at the office now. I was ordering lunch, and um, the place I was ordering lunch from had bottles of hand sanitizer that you could buy with your lunch. Pretty cool, huh? So I um, ordered the hand sanitizer, and it's this company. They're like uh, some kind of co-op, or it's called, they call themselves a collective, but they do – it's like Georgia grown. It's got all this different stuff made in Albany kind of thing, but it's like farmers and brewers and several different organizations together. So anyways, ordered the hand sanitizer. So I figured it's like, okay, one of these brewing companies is not making booze right now. They're making hand sanitizer, right? Mm-hmm. Breweries make a lot of alcohol. This stuff, I found the ultimate man scent hand sanitizer. It smells like straight tequila. 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 So I think this company must make tequila, whatever the one of the brewers. Dude, it's like straight tequila. Not even kidding. See, it's amazing. That's, that's funny you say that because um, I had a client that um, said that they had a company bring them hand sanitizer because they were an essential business um, during the pandemic. Um <laughs> You call it a plandemic? I did. Oh, God. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that they had um, they had this company bring them hand sanitizer like that, and it was all, like, made. And I think it, I think it was um, the Old Fourth Ward, because mm-hmm. you know how they, they do um, distillery there. And uh, he said that it smelled just like whiskey. 
And I was like, man, that, that's pretty cool that, that you can, you can switch over to that. I mean, that's called innovation for sure. I mean, how long do you think it'll be? What company do you think is going to say, fuck, we're going to make whiskey scented hand sanitizer going forward. We're going to put some, we're going to cut out, we're going to call it something ridiculous, right? Like uh, the bearded gentleman hand sanitizer or something right like that. Make it as manly as shit as they can. Cause that's what our society does this day. Cause every, all these men are worried about their manhood. So everything's called beard this or beard that, right? And whatever, if it works and pulls people in, but dudes automatically think it's cooler because it's got like a picture of a dude with a beard on its on its logo, right? Or whatever the case may be. And it's going to be whiskey scented or tequila scented hand sanitizer. That's pretty Where's cool. the rock at when you need him? Yep. Yep. Rock, we need some more tequila scented hand sanitizer. Look here. There's been multiple times where I've tried to get the rock on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I love your fucking ambition. (laughs) Like you have no idea. And it's been multiple, multiple times. Um, And if rock, you're listening, can you smell (laughs) what's coming? (laughs) Can you smell what the grinders are cooking? Yeah. Hey, I think he's in Atlanta right now. He's been in Atlanta. Sheesh. Maybe I'll have yes. to. Uh... And for you non-local folks that are listening to me, I did not call it Atlanta. It's Atlanta. That's what us locals call it. And that's what it'll be. Atlanta. And nobody says Hotlanta. No. Unless, well, unless we're being funny. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know, if you're kind of being funny, you might call it Hotlanta, but no. Beyond this. Yeah. What do we got cooking today? Man, I am fired up. So uh, first week back in the office, I had an epiphany the other week, and now we are executing on it. Um, and I'm actually kind of aggravated at myself, and I'm fixing it. So I've had a lot of time to think. As I was working, I had a lot of long time to just focus on the company and things that need to work better. And I realize I talk a lot about the company. Dude, I may have already mentioned this. I don't know. My mind, I have a mind that goes on a loop. And when I think about something, I become obsessed with it. And I just focus on it until it's fucking dead and beat. And then I move on to the next item. So look, sometimes on this podcast, you're going to hear hear me mention the same thing three fucking weeks in a row. This may be the case. All right. That's how my mind works. Not ashamed of it. It's got me where I am today. All right. So I'm looking at my board right now while I'm talking. So that's why I'm looking up. Like you probably wonder what I'm what I'm doing. All right. I thought you were talking to Jesus. Yeah, you think Amen. <laughs> so, but I, I got this big whiteboard and I sketched it all out earlier this week and we're trying to execute on it. But I realized I talk all the time to my team about being successful. I try to give great feedback, but I talk a lot about the company as a whole, right? Because my focus is the company as a whole. I talk about the company winning and how we do it and blah, 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 all this great stuff. But I, I never really take the time like I should to focus on the individual of how they personally win and how their contributions help the company and how all that shit ties together. And then lastly, I don't fucking track it. Don't track it, can't measure it, can't measure it, can't grow it. That's right. Can't change it, however you want to say it, right? Yeah. So 
I went through, I built KRAs, so key results areas for every single position. So now we're, we're, we're tearing this thing apart. So I've built KRAs on the most important items that I think make that individual win and the best way they contribute to the company. Now I'm going back through, cause I mean, I, I got like, I mean, you take everything all added up. I mean, there's fucking 30 things here. All right. I'm taking all those. We're going to figure out how we're going to track them and compile them. Then we're going to set numbers around it. Then I'm going to get with each individual and say, okay, here's what we're looking at and here's how I'm tracking it. And here's how you're going to see the reporting on it every single month. So you know how you're comparing. Because for example, I'm an insurance. We're about quotes and closes, right? We do service too. So there's a lot of stuff I'm going to be tracking around service. But if you take it from a production standpoint, I know for a fact my sales are down. I know my quotes are down. But you know what I don't know? I don't know what my buying rate is. So I don't know if we're talking to less people. What if quotes are down 50%, but my buying rates are up 30%, Yep. which could be realistic. And I've missed, hopefully, with this whole pandemic shit, we won't ever have anything happen in the agency like this again, right? <clears throat> but I am missing some of the most crucial data that I could be getting from this thing right now. And it's fucking stupidity. Now that applies to everybody listening. You got something in your business. This whole downturn thing could have provided you crucial information about your business. But if you're not tracking the numbers, you're going to have no fucking clue what it actually did. All you're going to do is say like I did, oh, it hurt. Yeah, we're down. You know what we're down means? That just means either somebody who don't want to talk to you and don't know what the fuck's going on in your company. Mm -hmm. That's me right now. And that's sad because I missed a golden opportunity to learn how a crazy shutdown has affected my business to like the dollar to the percent. And I don't fucking know it. And I'm ashamed of it. No, but I, I, I think a lot of people had that time to think they had their time to kind of break down what is actually going on. And this is something we talked about either a week or two ago. Um, it's, it's the same, it's, it's roughly the same idea that I was having too. And I think if we were having the same thoughts, there's probably a lot of other business owners that were having the same mm -hmm. thoughts of like, how is this actually affecting us? What does the bottom line look like? And then not only that, but what does, you know, what is each individual position actually looking like? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I only, I only focused on sales. Um, so I only focused on the sales team and on what was going on. Um, I didn't even think about our admin staff who was actually servicing and, 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 and providing that customer service. And there was, there's been a few times where I've noticed like maybe we were kind of lacking on that where usually we're a hundred percent. Maybe we were given 80 because we were at home. Right. Or yeah. this ball dropped or this dropped and this wasn't scheduled. You know, there's, there's things that, that we have, we have to look at and we have to make sure that we're paying attention to just like you said. So, I think that's an awesome idea, dude. That's yeah, awesome I mean, and it goes much further than that. I mean, there's other areas we realize we got all these holes where shit's just stepped in through. Like Probably, what? Like, for example, I mean, you know, I mean, it's we deal in a lot of volume, but we realize there's not a true process to catch everything that we don't close. Right? Somebody doesn't do business with us now. That's that's fine. Our goal is not just to close a deal on you. Our goal is to give you ex just over the top, 
It's great, solid advice. And you know what? There's many times where we tell people, hey, you got a great setup. You don't need to do anything, right? Um, your relationship changes. You don't like the company. Then, yeah, come come to us. But other than you just not liking where you're at, you, sh- you should stay there. Yeah. Um, but, like, those things are lost to time. The, the the collection system has how we've worked through the years. I mean, there's there's thousands of people we've given solid advice to and they're gone forever because we didn't keep their information. We didn't try to keep giving them great advice. It's it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I probably wouldn't even want to know the number. It's probably just as large, if not larger, the amount of business that didn't come with us than the size of my company today. And yeah. I have none of their data. And and the crazy thing is, it's like once you grab the 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 data, just because you said data, yeah, um, I say data. Yeah. Just, well, I mean, look at it. So, would you just look at it? Um, would you look at it? Would you just look at it? <laughs> just look at this. Just um, just look at this. <laughs> the once you grab that information, and once you have that information. It goes further in depth because now you have, you have the world in your hands. Now, what do you do with it, right? Are you, are you sending them just a blank campaign to where it's like, hey, um, this month in insurance, we're seeing uh, deductions going back to you, or I don't even know what that would be called. But you see what I'm saying? Like that, that whole process. Also, thanks for the 50 bucks. You are so welcome. Appreciate my tongue is raw from looking all those envelopes and putting those back in the mail. Gosh, you know what? I even smelled it when I opened it and it smelled one. Did it? Did it smell like tequila? Yes. Yeah. And signing all those checks. Look at my hand. I can't even move it. It's horrible. (laughs) You get a hard life. Um, But that, that's, that, that's the concept, right? So like you, you start looking at it and you say, okay, we've given out a lot of information over the past years we don't have that client information or we do have that client information. And then now how are we staying connected with those people that are not with us and are not using us, but we said, Hey, you know, this is, this is a great opportunity for you to look at. Um, So I think it's about implementing a way to follow up, but also to stay connected with those people. I guess that's the same thing, but in a personal way to where you're like you're not just sending them out a mass email and you're actually having to stay contacted with those people maybe it's a phone call maybe it's you know handwritten letters whatever yeah and then getting organized on the back end like you know i remember having to write uh book reports in school yep. I, i'm horrible like I, it, I i struggled with it i was not good at that any kind of anything english class they told me to write just my mind doesn't work well that way. I get off on tangents as everyone here can tell, right? I go down these rabbit holes. I get lost. I I, I struggle to stay on point with that stuff. First thing I would do, I found out was I would make an outline. I was really good at outlines. I was not great at writing the story, but I was really good at writing the outline. So I would start it off one through whatever. And then I would, 
go under it, A, B, C, and then bring it back down. Like I would define it really, really heavy. And then all I had to do was lay that some bitch beside me and then hit it and then go to the next one, hit it, go to the next one, hit it, go to the next one. And shit, I get to the bottom. I'd have a fucking full story, whatever, right? That's all I'm doing here. So that's what I do, man. Make the outline, set a hard time for when it needs to be completed by, build out your steps. You don't go to step number two unless the first thing's done. Like, you know, I mean, it's just building these pieces. It's a total pain in the ass. But guess what? Most other people, your competition, will not do this. And if they, and if they do, they're going to be ahead of you because you're not. But if you do this, it gets you one step further. You know, it's like the it's, – it's been a common theme with when I'm listening and taking information from a very, very successful business owner, whoever it is, multi-million dollar. And, you know, it's interesting. They're like the competition thins the higher you get up. And it's always been a difficult concept for me. Like, I'm like, well, there's more resources. Like, you have more resources, but your competition has more resources. There's more at stake, right? The numbers are way bigger. But, and I, I just always struggled to just believe that. But I, I, it makes sense, man. I mean, you know, when you're at the bottom and you're, and you're, it's like you're throwing elbows against everybody else to catch the fucking scraps. You know, take the time, do stuff that's going to develop the company to be bigger so you can you can get in in a space where there's less people fighting you, you know, and um, it takes time to do that. It's, it's, it takes patience, man, and you got to build that shit, and you got to look long-term and try to get there, you know. It all takes me back to the old animal planet. You ready for this? Yeah. About turning hyenas into lions. Turning hyenas into lions. That's all I'm saying. All you're saying. Got it. Right yeah, that. Exact, exactly what you're saying. It comes down to be becoming better, becoming better at what you're doing, and being more efficient, right? There, yeah. There's so many things that, that come with that. And then, you know, time. Time is, is, is what sets you apart being being in the shit and then being consistent with dealing with that shit you become better you become sharper you become uh, you become what you need to become to be mm-hmm. in your industry yeah um, and you find that little tiny niche that you focus on and you start hammering out man go deep yeah like the other night i was like you know what what's the job outlook for my industry like what's what's the future hold for my industry? I like to see what the professionals say, the analysts say. So I started googling, looking through. Great fucking information. Average age of somebody in my industry is fifty nine years old. <laughs> Over the next ten years, there's going to be a huge drop because of people retiring. Yep. What that tells me, bro. You better be stacking and racking cash because there's going to be a shitload of agencies to buy. You better be stacking it back because the next 10 years, there's going to be a ton of opportunity to buy 
quality agencies where people are retiring and they don't have a succession plan and they want, uh, they've taken and put their life into a company and they want to see a quality agency take it over and we're fucking awesome at it. Bro, that just got me amped. Like that yeah. just got me amped and I'm not even in insurance. Dang. You know, so it's like looking at it and then just the drive growth there's supposed to be a like a 10% demand over the next 10 years, which beats the national average, you know? And I'm like, man, this, this shit's great. Fuck, I need to go share this with my people. So we're staying focused on a long-term plan. How, how the fuck my company going to be ready for that? Well, maybe I should get some KRAs down. Maybe I should better do better tracking so I can tweak this shit. You know? Yeah, okay. I don't know if I should be throwing money at Google. Probably. But how much? I can't fucking track it. What's the point? Might as well go and just just give it to myself. Go buy some toy or something because I have no idea. Speaking you know? about you buying a toy real quick. I had mm. a dream last night. You bought a $715,000 house. Man, it sounds like that was a good dream for you. Not so much me. <laughs> well, I, was, I was like, I don't, I don't know why this happened. I don't know. But it, I was like, gum. I was so amped and like so like. Not not just for the sale, obviously, one hundred percent the sale. But yeah. it was like I felt good that you were being able to. I don't know, dude. It, it was weird. It was a weird dream. This is a weird tangent. Mm-hmm. You were in my thoughts last night, just so you know. Was it on a lake? It was man, not on a lake. I'm Jonesing for a lake house. It was a massive pool. Mm. It was just weird. It was just, it was really weird, but. Taking it back, right? Taking back what you're saying. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're good. You lost it, didn't you? Do what? You lost your thought? No, I think I completed it. Yeah. It seemed like you did. That's why I jumped in. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it it takes you back to understanding that we all go back to this same thing. If you can't track it, what's the point? Yeah. And Don't track it, can't measure it, can't measure it. Can't change it. Yep. Can't grow it. Mm-hmm. So I think we, you know, there, there's so much that that goes into owning your own business and growing your own business and being successful inside your business. Um, that you, you've got to take these tools. You've got to be able to use these tools and it has to be applicable to you. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of the things that we talk about you can use these thoughts today. Like you can go out and start saying, Hey, I'm going to start doing, you know, what'd you call it? A KRA. Yeah. So, you know, maybe you start building out your KRAs for your people. Maybe you start, maybe you don't have people and you start building out your KRAs anyways. Right. Well, well, and, and here's the other thing to it. I already had KRAs. Yeah. You did tell me that, but I, they were in a, they're in our playbook, which our playbook's great, but it was just in a book sitting there. Like there was never any discussion. It's there. You can reference it, but I never provided you reporting on it. I never gave you reviews on it. It might as well not exist. It's pointless. You know, it's kind of like um, core values, man. Yep. Had core values for years. Let me tell you what I did the first time. I went, everybody said Zappos had great core values. You know what I did? I went to Google looked up Zappos core values and copied them. Do you think we live by those core values? Nope. Fuck no. 
We didn't even discuss them. I couldn't have named you half of them. Yep. That's bullshit. That's just you doing shit. Like, might as well walk around with a rabbit's foot in your pocket. That's what the fuck you're doing. Yep. You know? So, I got serious. said, this is stupid. We don't live by any of this. This isn't even us. What's the things I value? And then I sat there and made my head hurt and thought about it and wrote down a few. We went from 10 to four. And those four, we talk about constantly. It's almost every single meeting. I praise on that stuff. If we miss it, I say, well, we miss it based off of core value. Like, and that's for me too. And it's very, very simple. You know, and it's made a huge difference. That kind of shit, man. You can't just gloss over those things. Those are your core. Yep. Yep. And it's 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 not something that you can just copy and paste. Yeah. It, it, your core values in your company, even with your team, let's just say it's a core value with your team or you're mm-hmm. at home, whatever those core values is. Like, I think every family should have a core value, right? This is what the name at the end of your first name means. Yeah. Right. And it, that's it's, cool. I actually hadn't thought about that. I like that idea. But I, it, because it's like, you know, our, our family has been very honest. Right. And that, that's something that I've, I've always paid attention to was it's, it's about building relationships and being honest. Right. From, yeah. from my granddad, whatever it is. Right. We've, we've told stories about that, but that's something that, that when you fuck up with something like that, you, you feel it. Right. And that, that's how it should be with your company. That's how it should be with your family, whether it's, you know, you're teaching your kids like, Hey, the Chapman name is something important. It should mean something. Yeah. Right. Man, that's really that's really cool that you went to that because, like I said, I don't have like a set core value for, so to speak, like for my family. But when I'm teaching my daughter, my daughter's seven, man. I'm very fortunate. She's like crazy smart. I mean, way smarter than I ever was at that age. And the way she kind of analyzes stuff, sometimes it's a little too deep. Sometimes it's a little too much for her age. But, um, you know, if we're talking about something – Kids lie, man. It's just yeah. what they do, you know? And, uh, you know, maybe someone catching a lie, you know, and I tell them, like, hey, you're Chapman. Like, you honor your word. Don't lie. Like, we're Chapmans. And it's funny you say it because I've done that. I've started doing that for about the past year. But I've never – like, I I use it because I believe that because I do come from a family that are hard workers. They are honest. Like, if you say you're going to do something, you do it. You don't owe people money. Like, you don't walk around like – dodge people on money you might have debt to somebody but you don't you honor that debt right and like man i'm just telling you like my parents my grandparents like that's the way it's always been you don't fuck around with that stuff and uh you know you you live by your word so you know if we're talking about something I'll be like hey you told me you were going to do this and you do it you know you're a chapman like chapman's honor their word and um at first i kind of thought maybe it was a little like a little cheesy, but you know, man, I mean, that's, that's what it is. I mean, you're going to be dead and gone one day. What's the legacy you pass down? Like what, what do you establish? My grandfather's no longer here, but I mean, he established some very good core values that were never hanging on a wall. Maybe they fucking should be, you know? 
I mean, your grandfather as well, man. I mean, you know, he walked in a room, you fucking paid attention. He was talking, you listened, yep. you know? And, um, so, I mean, like that shit should be honored. 100%. That, that's, that's, that's something that it may not be, it may not be up on a billboard. It may not be up on the wall, but you know what your values are, right? You, you know what you respect in another human being, you know what you respect in yourself. Um, and then it's just about just putting that on paper, man. Right. Like, yeah, it's as simple as just looking at yourself and saying, Hey, my company, this is what I would like to see out of another company. 100% perfect yeah. customer service. If you have a problem, I want you to come to us. I don't give a shit what it is. If it's real estate or if it's not real estate and you just need a connection. Yeah. We'll hook you up. See, I will say I very much value that about you. Like you, you've done that for a long time, man. You're like, how can I just help somebody? I mean, somebody can post something on Facebook saying they need this and you're going to find a resource. You'll start flipping rocks. Yeah. And that's cool because with you, what you do, man, every situation is so different, you know, and there's different resources that need to be pulled in. So the more you can exercise that, it's not only good for you, you know, but it's good for the client as well. You know, it keeps you sharp on it. So I'll tell you right now what I've been doing. At first I did it and I was just doing it so I could say, well, I did it. And then I'm going to pass it on to somebody else in my company to do. And that is, I got a thing that goes out now where it takes our, it connects with our CRM and it sends out any clients like reviews, ask them to review the company zero to 10 scale after they pick a number, then it asks them to leave a comment. There's some people who tore my ass up. I mean, I've gotten some zeros. Some are, some are, some, it makes me realize that they're referencing the carrier, not us. And they see us as the same. And at first I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not the fucking carrier, but I represent the carrier. I represent the client. So how do I make them better understand what I'm here to do for them? So when they are unsatisfied, because a carrier is, you're going to get unsatisfied with a carrier. It's going to happen eventually. Like, but I don't know. If you're not liking a carrier per se, unless there's a big situation that I was involved in. So I need to make sure they understand my position here and that I'm an asset for them. When they get frustrated, they're not frustrated at me. They're frustrated at the carrier. Let me know. And you tell me what you don't like, and then I'll, I'll, I'll find you a solution. You know, I'm actually the person who can fix that problem. I'm not part of that problem. So, you know, maybe realize I need to do a better job of defining who we are for you. Um, but some people made really good points. And at first I was like, all right, man, I'm going to call these, well, you know, it lists them as like detractors. Okay. That's the way the system was. It's like, all right, I'm going to call the detractors. Loved it. When we finish this podcast, I'm calling more. I love it, man. They're not being assholes. They're great people. Hey man, I like your agency. Your people are super nice. They take their time. But when I did this situation, it was, it was fucking janky. Like it was fucked. It was sloppy. It was confusing. It's given me amazing ideas on how to make my company better. I mean, I'm thanking these people, and I should be thankful for them that they had the balls enough to just fucking hit something and then take their time to give me an answer back of why it sucked. Yep. 100%. And I need to be humble enough to take that advice and then apply it. Yep. And it's it's got to be... The difference in the people who take feedback correctly, whether it's mean, whether it's, it's harsh, 
if you take that feedback and you say, okay, how can we become better? That's, that's a winning mindset. The, the thought process of like, you'll see some Google reviews or some Yelp reviews and the business owner is like, hash this back at them. Yeah. Like, well, you were a shitty customer, right? Yeah. No, bro. Like there's a reason why they're upset. Some people are just mad at everything, right? Take that yeah. with a grain of salt, but understand why they're mad at your company, right? Why, why, yeah. why do they not like you? Some people may just not like you, but yeah. in, in the sense of it, there's probably something to that. Maybe you're, maybe you're a little bit arrogant. Maybe you're a little bit, you know, narcissistic, you know, look at the mirror, man, because mm-hmm. if somebody's mad at you, there's probably a reason, but then on the other end of it, if you look into it and you say, nope, that is not me. And you're honest with yourself, rock on, rock it on. But say, I thank you for your feedback. And I'll look into it. Yeah. And then do it. Yep. And if you fucked up, like on that shit. 100%. I, I, I wrote a check to a client this week. Wrote a check to a client this week because it was an error. Frankly, I think she, we, we had some fault in it. There's no doubt. Um, and that's a rare occurrence. That didn't come up a lot around here. But, you know, I'm not going to sit around. I'm not going to fuck anybody over. Like it was, it was better for me to just write her the check for the full amount than to go, well, we do have a little fault in this, but you definitely have way more. And she did have way more fault, but like, I'm not going to, um, you know, rip somebody off because of that. So we cut the full amount, you know what I mean? So, um, I'm I'm glad that it worked out that way. And that's the way we did it. So, um, you know, I, I got to have peace of mind. You got to be a servant like to your clients and take care of them. Right. So it's hard at times. Don't let anybody take advantage of you, but you got to do what's right. And sometimes, you know, it, it might go against you being a little more, not as bold as you normally are. Right. So, um, it's the way it works, baby. You just gotta, you gotta deal with it. Like you gotta get your mindset right. That's right. I'm good. I think we tapped this one out. Yeah, we did. I think there's plenty of information. Thank y'all for listening. Hey, if I haven't thanked y'all recently for your commitment to the grinder podcast, the grinder podcast, I appreciate it. I really do. It means a lot to me. I know it means a lot to Addison. Sure does. He's a strong, silent type. I'll talk for him right now. It means the world to him. Sometimes we're talking about it and a little tear just runs down his cheek and he just wipes it away so softly. All right. We appreciate you. That's all I got. Go. Grind her out. Grind her out.